find the limelight, but I rhyme tight. No ripped jeans and big chains, face tats and rich frames. Get cold up from listening to some niggas who ain't so they so. Doing like a polyglow, rhyming in, I've overdosed, don't even own a totem pole. But I'm swinging like Excalibur. Every time and everywhere, don't care if I'm a traveler. But one thing is, I'll bag it, take it to the mall or just a corner store. Dig in the Garden, episode 12. Uh, what's going on, people? I'm here with Rec. We got Doty here. Yeah. How you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. How you doing, Diggy? Doing great. Pretty good, man. Uh, Rec, you just dropped an album uh, a, last night. It's an EP. Uh, EPs like EP. nowadays. How many songs is on it? Seven. Seven? That's an album. Yeah. All right. yeah for now? Yeah, 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 yeah album. Yeah, for, album. for now, that's an album. Yeah. I think for back now. in the day, that would have been an EP. Not no debut, I'll say. Nah. Yeah, it's something like. What, what would you like. like your debut album to be in length? Probably like within nine to like 12 songs. Okay. Nothing more. Because people don't want to listen to that. Like when it's too many songs. Do you think people want to hear an album these days? Mm. It depends on the type of rapper you are. Yeah, pretty much. Like some people just make albums with straight like bops on them. Like yeah. every song just like makes you want to party or something like that. Some like, people make just singles. Like people Dodie, lift, lift singles. the mic up a little bit. There you go. People just get at singles like just dropping straight singles. Like they don't really drop tapes. They just get on singles. I feel like that's almost a method. Um, that works now is dropping singles true how i see it is like i don't i don't want to drop an album that's going to be forgotten in a week i'd rather drop a song very true true you know what i'm saying and like another big thing about it is when it comes to promoting like you want to you're gonna have to pay way more to promote like songs on a tape or like an album yeah that's true because like when you go to promotion agencies like the ones that like get your thing like your songs on a spotify playlist they're gonna like charge you a lot for just doing that one song so you'd have to pay too much for like the whole album do you feel like that's an effective measure though is getting I feel on like spotify playlist it's definitely an effective measure yeah like it help for a lot. plays or for for fan base for fan base for fan base because spotify so? spotify for artists like the app or right. like when you go on the desktop page like it tells you when you have like a lot of people streaming on like a uh, playlist right it tells you who they're listening to and we were like talking about this the last session like the hashtags you want to use and right. stuff like right. when you post on your instagram like like they're gonna tell you what people are listening to other than you they're gonna be like all right maybe they like big sean maybe they like young thug you know right. what i'm saying so like when you want to make a post about a new song like you're gonna add those hashtags so it can like hop on your explore pages and stuff like That's that true. so other people can find it i feel like as an artist, I was just talking to a producer about this the other day. I feel like as an artist, the the hardest thing about music is not making music. It never will be. And easy it's, yeah. is making Pro- music. Promotion is, I think, the reason why some dope artists over time haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, and that sucks. That's like true. When, when talent, I understand like, that. When really good talent, like, just doesn't make it anywhere because right. of like how you market. Like, and you gotta you gotta think about how often that's probably happened. I you pro- know what I mean? Yeah. There's probably like a thousand more artists like we could be seeing like every day that are like great, amazing, better yeah, than like the right. people that are out right now. Even that we even going daily. back into like rock, you know what I mean? Like going back into the '80s and '90s, mm-hmm. there's probably these talented artists that just never went anywhere because yeah. they didn't know how to promote themselves correctly. But they're talented. Yeah. They're very and talented. And back then, I feel like you got picked up off of talent more often. Mm-hmm. Now it's all about marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now it doesn't about mean anything. There are people up there now that are not making good music, like and but their marketing skills is, is, is high up. The there. manager, the right. team, they have like a persona or something like that yeah, that people just... can like something that's tangent to like fans. Yeah, hundred percent. Right. And the the gimmicky stuff, I feel like works nowadays. But like, I'm not a fan of like the gimmick artist. You know, yeah, hundred like, percent. Like, be true to yourself. 
the that's the best thing you can era do. of of like dancing to a record and it, it becoming bigger because you're dancing to it like i don't know if that necessarily is like anything that's uh beneficial to being a musician you know I mean? <laughs> it's all good bro it's all good. <laughs> um all right, so let's get into your, your project. Uh, Sir, where was your mind wonder. when you started it? What's up? Where was your mind at when you started it? <laughs> it's crazy. I was always thinking, like, for about, like, a year and a half, like, right when I started making music was, like, when I was, like, a junior, or, like, uh, I was, like, 20 years old. Like, I started thinking about, like, what I even wanted to name the tape. Like, before I even wanted to, like, start making the tape, like, I had throwaways and stuff like that, but, like, I just thought, like, what do I want to name it? I didn't want to start making the tape till I got a name. Something that I could, like, cling on to mm-hmm. and, like, make songs out of. So, like, uh, I made a song called Robin a while ago, and, like, that shit, I, I fuck with, like, the comic vibes and stuff. And, yeah, like, that shit was remind me of Boy Wonder. And my boy Dodie right Hell here yeah. actually produced that track. So on the low, dope. on the low. Yeah, so, on the low. <laughs> So uh, after I like dropped Robin, I kind of got like this vibe to me. Like it was like a persona almost. I was like, damn, like boy wonder. Like I felt that. I was yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, so like after I started, once I figured out the name, I started making songs. And like then I got arrested. Like when I was in school, and I got kicked out. And like I started like fucking like like just working. I just started working on my tracks. Like from November to like like the month i drop it like i started working like that's fun it's funny because like even even i had an experience like that my freshman year of college i got arrested and from that point forward thinking i was going to go to jail yeah i started to just put out mixtape 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 because i was like i'd rather leave them with something yeah because i don't know like my future is not mm-hmm. fucking definite you know what i mean even school i like i had to hide it from i was on the basketball team around po and i had to hide it from everyone really you know what i mean I remember I walked back in the locker room after like a month of not seeing anyone, right? And they're like, yo, where you been in jail? I was like, who told you? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yo, the for real? For real, no. It's <laughs> yeah. the like worst. That. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I got like, my rest was like public, so like everybody was like hitting me up after that shit and stuff like that. Like but, everyone uh, here got arrested. Facts. Some BS. <laughs> for some bullshit. Well, I think, I think that that's like part of hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think going through that. It, yeah. I think going through that experience because a lot of the time, bro, like when, you, when your freedom is like tested, yeah, that's when you start to be like, all right, I need to do what I want to do. And, yeah. yeah. And like talking about the freedom, like I had to like not smoke anymore because I was on like probation and stuff when I started making the tape. So like I basically made the whole tape sober. Like, and that was like that freedom, like, mindset like i didn't have it because like i was like i couldn't go just smoke whenever i wanted right, to yeah. like, do some shit like that so, what like, is your what is your big difference between writing a song sober and writing a song uh off of any influence um sober like you definitely have your clear mind like i'll say like i don't really see a difference when i'm high but like when i'm high sometimes like it i come up with like things i didn't think i could come up with like i i experiment understandable so like i just like sometimes like it's just better for me sometimes it's not like sometimes i don't figure out what i want to write when i'm high like sometimes it's like all right i just vibe to the beat like Mm, right the next day like i go back to it sober i'm like okay i thought of different flows yesterday and like i just i just like you could put words to it yeah exactly right um have you do you think that there's more of a a benefit to the sober project to like things that you put out in the past when you were maybe high like, I definitely feel like the songs that I dropped on the project are very artificial. And uh, not artificial, uh, genuine, like, real. Like, I authentic. put a lot. Yeah, authentic. That's right, what right, I was right. trying to say. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, so so drugs do make you fuck up sometimes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's funny, as an engineer uh, and spending all my time like mixing people's records and shit, I think artists very often think that like being high puts them in a better mind state to make music. And as an engineer, I could tell you like it's the complete opposite. Yeah, I feel that. Every artist that comes in super high is almost unable to fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you get every once in a while, you have artists where... <clears throat> excuse me you don't even know that they're high mm-hmm. because they're so like capable of like working through it and then you have artists that like they walk in you're like come on man yeah <laughs> you know like what, like, were, you th- you like, what were you thinking you know like oh, no, i hear shit. you and i definitely hear you i think uh being more fluid comes with being sober mm-hmm. being yeah. able to really like say what you want to say because yeah. a lot of music uh rappers don't know this especially new rappers coming up is like your tone the way you say things the way you pronounce things that's like very important as mm-hmm. being an artist. Like people just yeah. hear the word flow and they don't understand everything. There's like 10 things that go into flow. The concept behind yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like flow is not just, oh, I could rap fucking in triplets or mm-hmm. I could yeah. do this and that. It's, it's like you have to master. saying the words properly. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing that you have too many words in a sentence where it's not fitting on, yeah. on a line. Yeah. Some artists don't know that. Sometimes less is more. Like it's always more. True. Words. It's yeah. always more in music. I'll tell you that. Like mm-hmm. Now it is. Flowing flowing properly a lot of the time it's just removing one of the words that you wanted to say yeah how can i make yeah, this line true. make sense you could take a giant line a word and just take a bunch of the words out and, and like, it'll it still sound great perfect. like artists also don't understand the concept of letting music breathe yeah yeah letting music breathe is huge and i i've done projects with producers and they're like oh we need to fill this part up and i'm like i don't I don't yeah. want anything there. Sometimes let the beat breathe. Yeah, after the verse is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The verse has so much shit in it that I want people yeah. to be able to kind of like just, just kind of consume what just exactly. happened. Exactly. And I feel like that's what I did a lot with Boy Wonder. Yeah. Right. Like you helped me like uh mix and master like mm-hmm. most of the tape and stuff and like you gave me mad tips and shit. So that was like dope. production and, like, was well too. Yeah. So Well like, you're you're receptive to to any type of criticism where like some artists I, I don't give them advice because it's like they're just you could just tell that they're not feeling that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to be very like you have to tiptoe with artists yeah. as an engineer. Mm-hmm. Because some artists you could be like, yo, that line, remove a word. And they'll be like, got it. Do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some artists you say, yo, that that line, remove a word. And then they come they'll with like excuses like, well, I need that word because this is what I was trying to and it's like, fam, <laughs> I understand what you're trying to do, but like it's not <laughs> it's working. It's not working. Yeah, yeah like that's fine. Not, like, no, so yeah. and so for very, those artists, once you do that once with me, I'm like, all right. From you now know. on, I'm just going to mix their music and shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And that's a big thing with it. I feel like if you're going to be an artist, like you have to be able to like not take offense when people yeah. make negative comments about you. you gotta but be open. also, but also don't take like, don't like feel amazing like when people give you positive reinforcement. Yeah. Well, this is, be this is how I see it. I see it as take advice from people who are actually doing this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I said on, on one of my tracks, I said, I don't take critique without credentials. Because exactly. a lot of people, like, yo, you'll have, like, a friend who they, they listen to rap every day and they mm-hmm. think that they're, like, a fucking connoisseur. And yeah. it's like, fam, like, if you don't make this, you don't understand what goes yeah. into it. Because to them, you just rap into a microphone and then it comes out sounding beautiful. They don't yeah. understand the mixing process. They yeah. don't understand the writing process. Yeah. It takes time. It's not yeah. just one song, bam, song. Some people, like... and, and it's not it's not to their detriment. It's just, like, some people don't understand, like, writing. They think that you just freestyle everything. Some people think, like... Cause I like that's, writing. Because that's what, like, the whole new rap game is portraying now. Like, freestyle. Right. People, like, it's all off the dome. People, like, yeah. People, like, little Baby, like, <clears throat> Young me. Thug, and them, like, they're just getting in the stew. 
and like going right off the dome. Like it's yeah. really not like that. Like it's yeah. not just like they get on the mic and they just say. I also want you to understand, like when when one of those artists says that, that means that their session was like an eight hour session for like three songs. Exactly, they, or like yeah. two songs, and they have that. Like they have the money for that. They yeah. have the resources for that. Like they, they didn't book an hour day. and then freestyle no. yeah. their fucking record. Yeah, like exactly. that doesn't happen. You can't pull yeah. up to the street for like. You need like. At, I think the best like amount of time to be at a stew for like if you're paying for sessions like local artists and stuff is like six or more hours yeah yeah unless Assistant. you unless you know what you're doing like like back in the day when i was 18 I, that's when i first started going to like a real studio right yeah and i would go with back back then you printed out all your verses on paper like i would type up all my verses and i would print them and i'd have one sheet that was verse one mm-hmm. second sheet was verse two and i'd go into the booth with the sheets fucking bang out one bang out the second bang mm-hmm. out the third and like there was a concise idea of what i was doing there you know what i mean nowadays artists i think that they book studio sessions more or less like for the vibe of it yeah and to take yeah. mad videos yeah it's, yeah, for the, it's like for the feeling and it's that's like whack. it's like bro this is a profession yeah like, yeah we're paying money yeah, so that's, that that's we can whack. get work done like that's what we're there for and, it is more attention pretty much even so bro like a lot of artists that they get on like all youtube beats and shit and i i think that there's a correlation with not paying for stuff in music and not understanding the value of music mm-hmm. like if you download all your beats off youtube and then you only upload to soundcloud and all your shit is for free you're never gonna take Whack. it serious it's, Yo, it's the same way like, look you have a skate brand right mm-hmm. and because you pay for the decks because you pay for the paint because mm-hmm. you pay for things you understand the value behind it so 100%. you work harder because yeah. of that now if, if someone was there and they said yo i have all these decks just take whatever you want yo i have all this paint just take mm-hmm. whatever you want you you don't take it as serious yeah you know what I mean? it's I'm a hobby gonna, yeah when I you pay you. when you pay for a session mm-hmm. you understand yo i'm going there i gotta get work done literally right? and some exactly. artists don't get that yeah they come in. fuck around yeah. excuse my language but like <clears throat> no, you take, take videos like they want attention bringing mad much. people with yeah. them like, Bro, like that's, they want that's the worst one when that's, an artist walks in with like six people you know like, you know they're not about to do shit i know that 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 session is going to be three hours and one song might come from it if if anything because they're distracted pretty much like yeah. they're pretty much distracted all extra people are just distractions yeah. in general you know what I mean? With anything you do. Pretty if, much. If you tell me, yo, come come by uh, the, the workshop. I'm going to do some decks. Mm-hmm. And I invite 10 of my friends. You're not, yeah. not going to yeah. do anything. That's you know what like, I mean? We're going to all be talking and yeah. vibing. And at the end of the day, like, not getting work maybe done. Some, like, be on the something phones. constructive came from mm-hmm. it. But at the end of the day, you're probably not going to get a lot of work done. Yeah. Same with, with studio sessions mm-hmm. and artists. Like, but that's 100%. the thing. And that's the thing nowadays. Like, I, I've heard people, like, on their birthdays. People I've never rapped before. Like, they'll pay for a studio session to go there on their birthday. Like, right. Just bring people. Just, like, just use the auto-tune. Like, fuck around. I had an make... artist contact me on New Year's. And they were like... Yo, can I book a, a eight hour session tonight for when the ball drops? And I'm like thinking, you're not booking a session, you're booking a party. That's really yeah, what you're trying to that's, do. That's whack. You want to play shit loud and you want to party. Like that's not really <laughs> what I do. And and on top of that, like I also have a fucking family. Yeah. <laughs> like like I'm not gonna true. skip my yeah, family's exactly. fucking New Year's the yeah. only chill with you, you in the be studio. Not with your family is like when you're working. Like, right. I had to work last New Year's. And that's that's fine. But like as far as me, like being part of someone's like family party on new year's mm. because they wanted to book a studio and play music loud like that to me is just corny like yeah. i think that you should probably do that at your house if anything. literally get a karaoke machine yeah it's the same there's no work being done yeah so exactly just... i think studios uh don't get like the proper uh just do as far as like being like a work zone mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think a lot of artists always view it as party and then you you catch artists who are like 
worker bees that fucking come in here and they fucking work their yeah. ass off. And those artists get like four tracks done in a, a four or five hour session, mm. you know? And I and think it's, that- it's consistent also. Yeah, because a, a lot of artists also don't understand like going to book a session, you're not just booking the session for the recording process. You're also booking it for the mixing process, mm. right? Very so like true. if you're booking a, a two hour session and you want to record two songs, what time well, is left yeah, to yeah, mix like, the record? Yeah. Is it gonna be, it's going to be plain. Right. Exactly. You gotta have time. Exactly. There's not gonna be hours. chops in it. There's not gonna mm. be any like any uh, cool effects going on yeah. throughout the the track. It's all just gonna be what you recorded because now we don't have time to mix it. You know like, what I mean? On this, on my tape, like shouts out to my boy Javi. Like he helped like mix and master some Obviously. of the songs on there. Like since November, like he probably I think like he probably passed me back and forth like fifty files of like really? of like the songs that I had him master and like I think I came back here for like four different sessions right. just to like get That's this tape right. done with you like whether it was like to perfect like love to hate like that me and Jason came back two times like it took like two like four hour sessions basically right. to like perfect like that some song. people don't know that it takes more than just one session to get a song completely done right and that's that's that goes into being an artist mm -hmm. like being an artist you understand the concept of it it's like being a basketball player if you're playing as a hobby you think going into the court and playing like pickup yeah. is like what basketball is if you're playing it as a profession like you know aau is a thing mm -hmm. you know that like you have to go and get shots up mm -hmm. you know that there's practices there's two a days Drills. There's all this shit yeah. that goes into it. And I, I compare music with the NBA. I think it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of fucking musicians, just like there's a lot of basketball players, but not a lot make it. Like, if you had to go through the list of rappers in the United States alone, right? Yeah. And how many actually made it, what percentage do you think it is? Like two. One percent? One. one. Right. Not even one percent. Right. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Spotify, like, I think 40,000 songs a day are posted onto Spotify. Right. That's like, crazy. Fucking insane. And how many get heard? Literally. Like, probably a thousand. Right. Not even you know, that. If that, right. If that. And, and, you know, I don't think you compare it. Like, if you said, if I said to you, as a basketball player, yo, you're not going to go to the league. You'd be like, all right, probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd accept it. Like, you're like, yo, I'm not built to go nah. to the league. I'm not fast enough to try. go to the league. Like, I could try, but I'm probably not going to go to the league. I knew that playing yeah. ball. I went to a D3 college. I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. not going to the NBA. So then when when the like when the toss-up came <laughs> of, like, being a musician or being a basketball player, I mm -hmm. said to myself, all right, what are the chances of being a basketball player? Probably none. Yeah. Of going to the actual league? What are the chances of being a musician? Higher, but probably yeah. still low. And mm -hmm. at the time, I was like, oh, I could definitely be a fucking famous rapper, right? Now, years later, you look at things and you go, yeah, that was the same toss-up. Like, yeah. being a rapper and being a fucking uh, NBA player are the same odds, you know? And I don't think enough artists understand that. And, and if you look at music like the NBA, then you start to understand how difficult it is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Just like... It's a lot of talent, work. Yeah. It's a lot of work practice it's too, it's like. just it's a weird thing hip-hop is a weird thing where everyone thinks that they're gonna make it every single person it's not good you you could talk to a basketball player in a high school team and you could say to them yeah Yo, you're probably not gonna go to the league they go i know you talk to a rapper at any level they're gonna say no i'm gonna make it bro. yeah it's crazy it's, it's a, a fucking persona. weird you have no, <laughs> it's and, a persona. And, it's, and it's like and i'm not even like bragging it's just and surroundings too i'm not even like bragging and boasting but like uh i like try to like go every day thinking that i am not the shit like i try to tell myself like yeah nah, you gotta be humble like not even like humble like like bro i'm my background on my phone right? like it's it says wreck you really ain't shit like, yeah. <laughs> like it says i swear to god He's it says not wreck, you. It. Like, i look at it every it. single day like i'm like yeah i'm really not shit but like i'm gonna work hard like i'm gonna work hard like 
it humbles to be you. something. And it, it, it helps me, like, yeah, more than just humbles you. me. Yeah. Because you can sleep better at night knowing, like, you're humble and you can and like you're enjoying the process well yeah the the smartest people on earth admit when they don't know something right like if yeah, elon yeah. musk if you asked elon musk like yo what did lebron average last year i don't think that his yeah. smart self is going to be like oh he averaged fucking 18 no he's going to be like yo, i don't know yeah 100%. i don't know the smartest people admit when they don't know something it's the same with rap like like the best artists admit that they're not at their peak they're not the greatest you know yeah. what i mean because Rap especially is like this. It's supposed to be this competitive thing where everyone's like, "No, I'm better than you." It's like, yeah. yo, sometimes you're just not better. I yeah, know yeah. That there's better artists out there than me. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'd be a fool to think That's that right. I'm the greatest artist ever. Yeah. Now, do I want to be better than them? Yeah, no, we're trying to fit an audience, right? Yeah, and go go into that. How do you how do you figure out what audience is yours? How do you kind of consolidate your fans and and know this is the type of music that I make? What do you mean? Okay, when I when I first started, I thought. Yo, if I make a trap song today, I make a boom bap song tomorrow, I make a fucking R&B song the next day, okay. I could get all of those fan bases and oh, bring so them to you get all me. the data. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. true. It's no, not true. Yeah, it doesn't think so. necessarily work like I feel that. Like you gotta, but you like, gotta but listen, like, XXXTentacion, he was a perfect, like, like example for that, what you just said. He literally did that. He would make a trap song or he'd make a country song sometimes or he'd make, like, a singing a rock, rock song. song. Yeah. yeah, like, or mm-hmm. he'll, like, actually, like, have a good 90s boom-bap flow. Like, it's very possible to attract people with ver- versatility yeah, in it rap. Is. Like, I, think, I, think. I think that you're confusing the fact that he didn't blow up like that. When you blow up, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But he had a strong fan base before Off he of even a trap blew song. Up. Not even no 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 no. no. Like, he had a strong fan base off of Look at Me. Yeah, he didn't have a that's fan base true. After, he didn't that's have true. a fan base before Look at Me. That's you true. drop Look at Me and you gain a fan base. So now you have a hundred thousand people that listen to your music. But you can the, drop an R and B song because now but, people are listening for you. Yeah, but, but before that, people don't give a fuck already. Though. Right, but it wasn't that big. Was like already, I know it wasn't big, but like my point is like Look Stay at healthy. Me blew up and they checked on his other songs and it's like he had like the different vibes already out there. Like, right. He didn't start making different songs. No no no. But that's what I'm what I'm saying is. It took one song to blow up for him to then kind of like diversify more. You understand what I'm saying? Like kind of, but like like not kind of. <laughs> okay, okay. No artist is ever gonna blow up making a trap song today, a R and B song tomorrow, yeah. and a fucking uh, boom bap yeah. song. My point is, is that's what he already had. Like that was already like his resume. Right. Like when he blew up off of Look at Me, like people saw his resume. Those songs were already out. The R&B, the trap, the rock, the everything right, else. Right. So mm-hmm. they found that shit and like then they blew that shit up. They fucked with every single part of do it. Do you like, think that do you think that had he not made made Look at Me, do you think that he'd be anywhere? Right? Do you think his career would have f- blown up? I mean, I feel like if it wasn't Look at Me, it one, took longer. one song was going to get somewhere. Like, to the to extent, like, though. That's it was a submission it on took Elevator. Longer. And like, I think that's like $600 like, yeah. Yeah, to get that submission. And they put it on YouTube and like other shit. Like, and like that song made it. I feel like if he didn't put out Look at Me, like he could have put out another song he made in the future that was like Look at Me or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think artists um, disregard the fact that like, Sometimes a song is so undeniable. Look at me, even for a person who's not like a huge fan of of trap music necessarily. I like trap yeah. music, but I'm not. That's not my go to. Yeah. Look at me when I first heard it on uh, Pigeons and Planes posted it. First time I heard it, I knew what it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm telling my homies about it. I'm like, I'm like, yo, listen to this. And some of my friends are like, yeah, it's just trash. But I knew what it was. I knew it was going to explode. Mm-hmm. You know. 
some some songs are so undeniable, and I don't think X uh, XX Tentacion had another song in his catalog that was anywhere near that song. How at the, so, at like, the time, I don't. I don't think, think so. it uh, in general. Like, I don't think as he has good a, as that song. Not as like, good as, as undeniably a hit. Oh, definitely. there's not another song in his like you could you could say sad, but sad was big because fucking Kylie Jenner played it on her uh, Snapchat or some shit. Yeah, it exploded, and yeah. that's another thing, bro. Certain people get a hold of it and they play it for people. Mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner plays a record; it could be the fucking worst record ever. She people are gonna it. listen to it. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that artists need to figure out their sound, right? Do what's comfortable for you. Stop trying to reach for a fan base. And that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm more or less I, saying with and that. And I feel like that's a whole like. So you just said like Kylie Jenner like plays a shitty song and it still blows up. That's right. like. I feel like TikTok is what's doing that now. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, it's taking bad songs. Vine maybe, used to do it. Yeah, it yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, you know? I, I just think <laughs> with that type of um, outlet, I think it gives access to more people making shitty records. Mm-hmm. I think that when you see a TikTok and you're like, oh, this person makes this trash record and it blows up. Now it's like, yo, let's just make a fucking shitty record that sounds just like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the mindset that a lot of artists go into shit with. Or not even artists, because, yo, I think this is another thing. I think not every person who raps is a rapper. Yeah. I don't think that people consider that enough, but I think if you have one song that you've made, Mm -hmm. I don't consider you a rapper because, like, there's people that have been, like, working on album after album after album yeah. And they've put the time in. They put the work in. I'm yeah. not saying that those people deserve any anything more. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that, like... They prove themselves. If I if I go to a tennis court right now and start hitting a fucking tennis ball, first time I ever played, I'm not a tennis player. <laughs> yeah. But if you make a rap song, you're a rapper now. Yeah. How? It makes no sense. You know? It really it's confusing. Because everyone's a mind. rapper. Everyone's a rapper. Everyone that has a 16 in their chamber is a rapper. Yeah, yeah and you're right. And but it's not true. You know? And, uh, like... People do that with like a lot of things. Like people do like I don't know. You could do that with anything. Like literally, and say like I skateboarded one day. Like I'm a skateboarder. Yeah, right. Like and pro. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but like, but it's accepted in rap that if you make a yeah, rap song, you're mm-hmm. a rapper. If you said that in skateboarding, you'd be like a skateboarder. Would be like, no, you're not a skateboarder. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not I a skater, you. bro. Like just, you made you skated once. Yeah, you, know, you can't ollie. You yeah, can't do anything. That's just what the business side of it is now. Like I yeah. guess. Like, I think access. Uh, allowed that to be a thing. I think the fact that everyone's computer comes with GarageBand, or if you have yeah. a Windows computer, you can yeah. download like Audacity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that when when you give everyone access to to doing something, like, you have to buy a skateboard. Yeah, there's no going around it. Yeah, you can't you can't just you fucking can't learn you're go a to a store and they're just going to give you a skateboard. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to buy one. Yeah. yeah, so it's like in order to be a skate a skater, you have to actually put your money yeah. out. And you have to try to do this thing. And you have to learn it. To be a rapper, you just have to open your mom's laptop and fucking hit and that, record. And like, yeah. That's what like people like low pump. Like he literally did that. He recorded on his Mac and he had his uh, Apple earbuds in and he recorded on that and he right. made like hits off of it. Well, I think that the faster someone skyrockets is just as Quicker fast as they fall go down. down. Yeah, literally. Low pump uh, and low yachty and, and artists like that they prove that because they're they're such like smashes when they first come out. They're not, and then like, they go away completely. They're, yeah, they're just like people like they're just like icons for people now. yeah like, i also think everyone has one in them i think yeah. that that part of being like an artist is mm-hmm. having more than one yeah. it's like you can be a trinidad james where like all go everything like yeah blows it's up. like the resume thing like to be yeah. an artist like you have to have a lot a of portfolio. things backing you up like your discography like, yeah right like right, that. Like, right and musicians as a whole to be a musician you have to 
constantly be working on shit. That's exactly. the only way to practice. It's, it's the same as like putting shots up. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to the court every day and you put up 500 shots, your shot's going to get better just because. Yeah. That's the only way to get better. And mm-hmm. it's just, there's no magic it, to it. And it's like, it's sad. Like when you see like people like six, nine, like, like they hop in the rap game. Like he's like posting videos saying like, I don't even fucking write my shit. Like, or I just go in there and start screaming my shit. Like, and he's making all this money. Yeah. yeah like, but see like a full shitting on like the game. Like, I know. But, but a fool, a fool doesn't know that already. Like, if, That's true. If you show me a six nine video saying like, "Yo, I don't write my shit," like I'm gonna say, "I know." <laughs> like it, it sounds like you don't write. And they're being called artists, like artists and rappers yeah. and shit. I, like. I think I think because of the exposure at that gotten. point, like yeah, you pretty much call them celebrities. But he also has a catalog, though. He does. So yeah. if you, if you even if you're a fucking uh, a dweeb who like puts out one song <laughs> and it explodes, right? If you mm-hmm. continue to work, like you're becoming an artist exactly. in front of us. Exactly. But if you've never made anything before and like that's your first song and yeah, it smashes, just... which barely that never happens. You know what I mean? Like even the artists that say, yo, I started rapping six months ago. You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. It's cap. Like you started rapping when you were nine years old. You you were doing it behind closed doors. You yeah. never recorded anything. You started recording six months ago. You didn't start rapping six Facts. months ago. No exactly. one starts rapping six months ago exactly. and then becomes a fucking yeah. no, smash. Exactly. But but that's the conception that everyone tries to give off now. Like, yo, I barely did this yeah, shit. Yeah, they want mm-hmm. they want to show it's like it's easy or something. It's not. It's not. Like, I started rapping when I was, like, uh, 18 years old. Like, I would try to freestyle and shit when I was in high school. Like, I was, like, 16 and 17. But, like, that shit was ass. Like, I couldn't freestyle. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, like, put it that I put that to the side. And, like, I came back to college. And I was, like, 18. It was my first year there. And I met, like, a bunch of kids that were freestyling and shit. They are pretty fire and shit. And, like, I was, like, all right. Like, let's try to do it. And, like, every day I practiced. Like, I swear to God. Like, every single day. You never know, went, to be honest. Went back home for, like spring breaks and stuff like that i just go back home with my boys and be like yo like let's rap again in a car like we play beats and shit like that soundcloud youtube whatever like just try to freestyle and like i really just like i was like i could i, I went from not being able to spit a word like or a line or like even rhyme and i just rhymed but like <laughs> to like being able to make this whole tape and repetition stuff. <laughs> exactly consistency yeah. is yeah. truly the key like consistency will make uh trash artists become good while a talented artist like kind of fades into uh the darkness yeah you know, there's a lot of talented artists out there that don't work because they're so talented that they get away with it. And then the the hardworking artist starts to gain more notoriety because mm-hmm. you're like, well, this guy puts out one record every fucking three months. This guy puts out a record a week. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. listen to a That's guy who's a... giving me something. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. I don't want to listen to the same four records that yeah. have been out yeah. for fucking three years. Exactly. You know, and that's where a lot of talented artists fall short. Like, I, I always tell people, like, I started off rapping with people way more talented than me. Mm-hmm. Way more. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I was nowhere me. near the top of, oh, yeah. of my yeah. class. 100%. You know what I mean? And That's good, though. And I just worked my ass off while I, I know they didn't work as hard. Like, mm-hmm. any anytime I wanted them to work, I had to call them. It's like, friendly competition is good competition. Like, like if you have that mindset in your head. Like, not, not necessarily, like, hate on people and shit, but, like, use what they do as your motivation. Yeah, like, literally. You really do get better. Like If you're good at hate. that. Because what, what people run into is they start to hate on people because they have that competitive mindset where it's like no i need to be better than him right and it it consumes you to a degree where like you don't even want to work with people anymore because you're like trying to like outshine them it's like bro that's just that's just a corny mindset like it's corny you could start a skating brand right and you're not not, skaters for it but you're also not discrediting the other skating brands that are out just because you want to be a skating brand yeah right it's fucking stupid you know what i mean like subject comes out and you go yo fuck 
Tony Hawk. Yeah, that's fuck not right. him. You know, it's like that's not the yeah. way to get on, bro. Burning like, bridges looks before yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's another thing. Young artists burn bridges constantly. Yeah, yo, fuck that dude. Now, now it's like that clout. dude blows up, and you have access to him, and you already said fuck him. Yeah. He doesn't want to work with you now. Yeah, yeah why? Over. For what? For you know what, what I mean? Yeah, because exactly. because you guys were both trying People to rap. Try to get mm-hmm. handouts. Like there's, it's really like that. There's no there's no shortage of money out there. There's none, yeah. If you go on SoundCloud right now, right, you could land on a song that has 100,000 plays that you've never heard before. Never heard of the yeah, artist. I like that now. 100%. How? You know what I mean? There's there's enough people out there that, like, you missed a song with 100,000 plays somehow. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's true. These things happen all the time. Yeah, of course. Shit gets by you all the time. There's a, a successful skate brand out there that you've never heard of. No, probably. You know what I mean? And if you like saw it, you might be like, somewhere. yo, this shit's fire. Yeah. But you've never heard of it mm-hmm. before, and that's fine. Like, there's enough room for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's just you have to work hard you enough to be work. in the, yeah, in the yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot but of artists too. Yeah, a lot of artists don't like, work hard enough, yeah. so that they're so like hurt by other people around them making yeah. it. I think that uh, I started to benefit more when I started to consider like the reason why you're not on as a musician is because you do not work as hard as some of these guys, or even go as far as showing love. Well, fuck, that too. Fuck, love is cool. You know, showing love like is needed. It, it benefits, it helps. but also you you fall into a trap sometimes where like you got these guys who are not showing love; they're just dick riding because they know that that person's probably going to go somewhere. That's true. You see that a lot, hey, especially dick in hip hop. <laughs> you know, oh. you see like the guy who's like riding the other guy's hey, coattails, and his music's trash. But like he's friends with that guy, so like he's trying to get on like that. Yeah, so you know what I mean. He gets them coffee and like buys them fucking wraps and shit. Yeah, you know that's what a big rider. It's like, fam, like that's not the way to get on. Like your music has to be good as well. Nah, yeah. When I your say personality show love, I'm too, like, show love as the artist. Like when you want to get on, like you have to like support other artists. Like don't be some like like people aren't gonna know bozo. who you are. Like if you don't show face, like and, like right. in a in a good positive way. That's another another downfall that I I feel like I always had as a musician. Like I'm not I'm not the guy that wants to pop out. Mm. I think I that. being a musician, a lot of the time, like we're introverts, a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all in our head. Like everything that we do yeah. is all in our head. So it's like we we've built this whole fucking career out of like what's going on in our head. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't want to be at the parties and don't want to be at the fucking clubs and all that yeah. shit. But that yeah. that benefits you going out and and fucking meeting these people, doing the shows once a week because you're gonna have access to all these artists and all these fans. Mm-hmm. And being an introvert, you don't want to do any of that. You know what I mean? And I think that that hurt my career for sure. Cause I was like, I don't want to do a show every week. I don't care to, you yeah. know what I mean? I don't care to, to be in front of all these people. Also, like a lot of the shows coming up, you'll, you'll start to recognize that like, they'll put anyone on the, the show. Yeah. They'll put like 50 artists on a bill that like don't even matter. None of the music yeah. sounds the same. Yeah. You have a trap artist, artist, then you have like an old dude trying to spit boom bap. Then you have like a young kid who this is his first rap. Yeah. It's like, some shit. yeah. And it's like, why am I on this stage with this person? Not, not a lot of people like the, the mellow wave shows that I do, I hand select the artists mm-hmm. and I try to at least fit them with other artists that make sense. Yeah. I'll put them after an artist that sounds like them mm-hmm. or like they've worked with a producer so i have the producer go on do his beat set and then put the artist who works with him right after yeah so, so it, it seamlessly transitions mm-hmm. a lot of artists do these shows or showcases where it's just a bunch of people trying to make it <laughs> so there's no consistency yeah. in music and doesn't sound good either no it sounds because off track. look if, if if you are a trap fan right mm-hmm. and you go to this show to support your trap friend who who makes trap music and he goes on and then the next artist is like trying to make like R&D fucking 90s shit. boom bap yeah. like but like that hardcore boom bap where you're like you know like that like severe 
oh, I'm the best rapper alive type shit, right? It's a, a weird drop off where yeah. like you're not a fan of everything that's going on. Yeah. So it makes the show worse. Cause it's True. like, what am I here for? Like, I'll admit, like, I've gone to like some like concert, like, not concerts, but shows like yeah. that. And mm-hmm. like, you'd like, you'd see the one person that you go there to see perform and you're kind of just like, all right, like, why am I here? Like, I could go now, like, kind of shit. Like, right. That's what a lot of people that's do. That's not enjoyable. Yeah, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a shitty, that's, that's a not, shitty mindset yeah, too. That's uh, not really enjoy the show though. Like, as an artist, I always try to, to make it a, uh, job of mine that like, if I went on first or second or last, I always tried to get my fans to stay or my, not even mm-hmm. fans, my followers or yeah. friends try to get them to stay because mm-hmm. I, yeah. like you're a dickhead as an artist. If you go on and then, and then you, you tell your friends, yeah, I'll just dip. Like it's cool. It's cool yeah. because it's like you wanted them there for you. And you also wanted every other uh, artist mm-hmm. fans there for you. Mm-hmm. But then the second, like that just shows me you're just not, leave. you're not built like, that you know what i mean you're not you're not like a loyal or respectable person yeah you're just you're just willing to like get what you get and then fucking dish it out you can connect artists see that too if the artist going on three three artists after you Mm -hmm. is a dope artist and he sees that you just told all your fans they could leave he's not going to want to work with you yeah why you know what i mean why do i want to work with that person who just fucked up my show because they're they're so fucking into themselves that they Mm -hmm. don't even care you know what I mean? And I haven't, like, had, like, uh, like any of my own shows yet. Like, I've, like, only, like, came up as features. Like, so, like, I would be the one to come and, like, support, like, and, like, people would, like, like end up, the, you'd see, like, like people, yeah, people like, walking tell, out. Yeah, like, yeah. Or, like, sometimes the artists come up and then leave right after, too. Like, they'll leave, like, after they Oh, yeah, they 100%. Part, I've, had, I've had uh, conversations with dope artists that have done that. And I'll be like, yeah, just stay for my set. Just stay for my set. Because... As an artist, I'm always trying to network with you. Yeah. I'll yeah, just, just stay for my set. That. And I used to say to a lot of artists, like, I don't want to talk about, because you'll have artists, you'll go on, and then you'll come off the stage, and they'll come up to you and be like, yo, we should collab. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let me hear you first. Yeah. I used to tell artists all the time, bro, I go on in three uh, sets. Just listen to my music, and then let's talk after. You know what I mean? Because I want you to to hear what I'm I'm saying, and then realize, yeah. like, if you even want to fuck with me. Before just I don't want to just walk up on you and be like, yo, we should do a track. You don't know what the fuck I sound like. You don't Same know. Same thing on Instagram. You know? Stop yeah, sending sure. me links. Yeah, no one wants to hear you. Stop <laughs> sending me links. That That's like, the worst. Unsolicited messages. Yeah, the yeah, Instagram I've, message I've, where it's like, yo, share and repost. It's like, yeah, like why like, would I share and repost your shit? Yeah. I don't know you. If you're, if you're close, then, like, that's not a I good know call to action. It is not a good call to action. Nobody... And, like, with what I was saying about Spotify, 40,000 people are posting a song every fucking day. So, like, why why are people going to drop whatever they're doing just to stop and listen to your song and things like that? And, like, coming up, obviously, you do that. But, like, I've come into that mindset. It's, like, it's not supposed to be like that. Like, your call to action has to be different. Like, yeah, you learn that. Well, yeah, you. it's something you have to acquire. It's right. something you have to, like, not be stubborn to, like, learn. I had an artist contact me and, and do that. He, he sends me the, yo, uh, just drop the record. Uh, and this is an artist local, like, like I have homies who know him. Mm-hmm. And I just told them, I said, yo, honestly, bro, I was like, what I would remove from your post is uh, share and repost this. Yeah. I would remove that because, like, I'm already doing you a service if I listen to your shit. Mm-hmm. Like, Facts. I'm, like, you're not, I don't need to listen to your music. <laughs> and that's what, a lot of these guys drive up plays because what happens is they're so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. And they're they're constantly fucking messaging people. Is one plays so, is one right. Is. So you have all these plays because eventually, if if someone sends you a link every single day, mm-hmm. at some point you're gonna click on it. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be a fan of you. That's facts. I hate you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like even if the song's yeah. good, I fucking hate you. You're yeah. annoying as you're fuck, annoying bro. Like you have yeah. great music and you're so fucking annoying that you, you forced me to listen to it. It's like fucking ear rape. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're forcing me <laughs> to hear dead. your shit. I don't want to hear your Ear shit rape. at all. You know? <laughs> That's And I told funny. him, I told him that. And he's like, he said, okay, LOL. All right. And I was like, look, I hope you're not, you're not taking offense to this. I'm just letting you know that I used to do what you do and it doesn't benefit you. It annoys people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, you're really going to yeah. benefit if you don't do that. And I think afterward he understood the constructive criticism. Yeah. But I think at first it's a weird feeling because mm-hmm. you don't have anyone telling you that. Music. You need to show people that they want to join what you're doing. Right. Like, yeah. You need Give to them incentive. Pe- yeah. Get, like show them your streams. Like if your song's popping, like take a screenshot and be like, "Yo, like I got just like, yo, y'all are really turning me up." Blah blah blah. Like look at how many streams you guys are doing. People are gonna look at that and be like, "Hmm, maybe he's good." Like like let me yeah. or, song. or cop, let me speak for cop merch. Yo, I'm I'm doing a, a shirt giveaway. If mm-hmm. you repost this, whatever, or money giveaways. That yeah. was literally a subject. You have to give came out. incentive. There's exactly. no reason for me to click on, on exactly. your shit and listen mm-hmm. to it. I have all these artists sending me and their link. And that's yeah. going back to the, like, I'm, you're not shit, like, mindset. Right. Like, you know, like, people don't give a fuck about you. People, you are not shit right now. Like, mm-hmm. you need to, like, work for that. Like, you need to give people an incentive. Like, when you go, people want to go up to, like, a big-ass famous artist, be like, yo, like, check my shit out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm mad popping and stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, like, the artist's like, what the fuck? Why are they going to listen to your shit? Like, why would they put you on is, like... Like, why would they give you a handout? Like, you have to show them an incentive. Like, hey, like, this is my audience. This is where I'm popping. Like, this is like, you know, like, I'm really blowing up, like, in America right now, or wherever, mm-hmm. like, you know. Right. Like, there's a recurring theme on this uh, show that I like to ask the artists how they feel about it. How do you guys feel about your friends aren't your fans? Understandable. We were just talking about that yeah, earlier it's crazy. in the car. We were just like, talking about that. It's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, just because we're yeah. boys, like, I'm gonna support you 100, percent but like if if your music is not where you want it to be yourself, I'm gonna tell you. I'm like, this is I know what you're going for, and it's not that. Right. It's not me hating on you. That's me being your boy, yeah, like, like trying I'm to encourage you, you how it is, like. But like, not necessarily just that too. Like people like expect their friends to like to buy tickets to their show, yeah, to, yeah. to support like everything that. they do, buy a shirt. I used to be like that, bro. I used to I used to get so offended. Like I would send a, a group message to fucking everyone in my mm-hmm. phone book and be like, "Yo, have a show coming up, blah blah blah." And then when buy people aren't responding, you're like so upset. Like, yeah. yo, I fucking I I've eaten dinner at your your crib. Like you're a mm-hmm. dick. It's like, fam, they're not your fan. Yeah, bro. like they're they're your friend. They don't have to support you. You know what I mean? Like that. That's a, a common misconception in, mm-hmm. in rap is that all your friends have to bump your shit. All your friends, you know, some of them just honestly don't like it. It could be good, yeah. but yeah. it's not their taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a friend who bumps country music He's and you're gonna... sending them a rap song, why yeah. the fuck would they like it? Yeah. Why would they That's come so to the true. show for it? Right. Like, they don't even um... want to be around that environment. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And we we get so like lost in that mm-hmm. and it, it offends us and it hurts us so much that I think as artists, you benefit from hearing the the statement your friends aren't your fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? It took, it definitely took me a little bit to learn that too. But like after learning that, like that's, and that's like the whole thing about like, you know, getting a real audience and like a fan base for your song. Cause like, it's just, you're going to find out like at the end of the day, like that, uh, people you don't even know or never met in your fucking life are going to like love your shit more than way like, more. Like, yeah. Way more than like somebody that, you know, like literally like personally. Yeah. People also have an awkward feeling listening to someone they know for some reason they feel like that attachment makes it like i don't know if it's artificial but they feel like i don't like i for instance i've put out songs that were like baby making records right Mm -hmm. and i've had friends say yo if someone else put this out i would fuck to this song but this shit like i can't listen to your voice and be fucking like it's weird to me (laughs) right 
I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I can understand that. Because I'm their boy. I so they're like picturing your homie in the room. Like, whoa. You know what I mean? Barry came out. Facts, yeah. Like, there's a there's a difference when you put like a Drake record on. You don't know Drake. So it's not like you've had conversations. All you see him as is this like fake person out there. I don't want my best friend to like literally like talk to Be in the room with you. Exactly. And I understand it. And that's funny as hell. For some reason, there's a weird uh there's a weird feeling for, for people to listen to your shit mm-hmm. when they know you. It's like they don't they don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They rather listen to some shit that they don't know the person. Mm-hmm. There's no attachment there. You know what I mean? Because then if it's good or bad, they don't mm-hmm. care as much. I feel like hate comes in the hometown. For sure, always people hometown. I think I think I think that people need to stop trying to get so much love in their hometown. Yeah, That's why facts. your hometown doesn't fucking yeah. matter. Whoever popped off from Old Bridge. Like from Old Bridge yeah. supporting you so you much. You would never see me giving you know a subject shirt in Old Bridge. Yeah, like besides <laughs> of my niggas, like never. Fam, like East Rutherford, where I'm from, like no one ever blew up because they were like, yo, my East Rutherford fan base is so mm-hmm. fucking large. Yeah. It doesn't and happen. Doesn't no one gives like a fuck. That. And that's the thing that was crazy to me, like uh growing up in high school, there was like everybody knew in Old Bridge, like who were the kids in Old Bridge that rap? And they were only listening to those kids and stuff like that. And it's like when I started in college, I felt like They're old it was, heads. It was it was a perfect t- place for me and a time for me to start because, like, I met different people in North Jersey, like, different connect. Like, I built my fan base, I'd say, in North Jersey, like, rather than, like... It's always out of town that yeah, you, like... it's, like, because they... It's people that have, haven't met you before, like, seeing you, like, you know, right. it's, like, you, you... And then you just, like... You just, like, when you... When you get to that certain age and you meet new people, it's, like... It's they, a new connection. Every, it's a new connection and everybody sees, like like what you've gone through to like be the person you are today and like, yeah you know or they also don't have that attachment that we're talking about exactly. where they've known you since fucking childhood yeah. so it's like some of the shit you say on your records that people that grew up with you know like he's not about that yeah shit. yeah it doesn't feel like that you. to these people because they don't know you yeah. so like they think whatever you're saying on record is who 100%. you are yeah. you know what i mean oh he's talking about guns on record mm-hmm. he probably shoots people yeah <laughs> you know That's what i mean nah. like but but if you grew up with someone since five yo mm-hmm. he's talking about guns on record like this like, kid nah. is a fucking church boy like yeah. he's never done Place anything checkers. like that yeah like he doesn't sell drugs <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah fam, like, you feel me and, and i think that that's another thing where like also when you got to fdu did the people at fdu know about the old bridge rappers that were popping absolutely not exactly and that's why I'm saying fuck the small town. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. The small town vibe does not matter mm. yeah. because yo, outside of your town, nobody it's, knows them. Yeah, that like, was a hard you, pill to swallow for me too. And it's crazy. Like you, you, you go to different places in Jersey and you find out like about you know, say you're in South Jersey, you hear about like an artist that's from South Jersey and like you see their following base. It's like yeah, maybe they're popping here, but then you go to Central or North Jersey, or even New York, and you're just like, bro, nobody knows who that is, right? Like, at all, like and and we're a tiny state. Yeah, yeah, think about literally. if you're from like Cali. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Texas, this is the thing. Houston, like, we don't we don't take into account that like you could be from North Jersey and South Jersey has no idea who you are, and mm-hmm. you have this big following in North Jersey. South Jersey has no idea who you are, right? So put that into um, words with other state, Texas, fucking Florida, mm-hmm. California, and just realize how fucking hard this shit is. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know what I mean? Our small state doesn't know each other. Yeah, and I think Jersey also doesn't support each other as much as like uh atlanta yeah or like these big mecca cities i think that if you go to those uh states you have a better chance of blowing Mm -hmm. up like i have a homie who moved to austin and jersey's just some mean ass people it is it is and that that goes (laughs) they want to blow first and just be like yeah i blew before you it's also it's also we grew up in this quick mindset of like we all have shit to do Mm mm-hmm 
you go to these places where like the lifestyle's slower, they have time to listen to your music because they live their life more peacefully. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, a record, it's going to take two minutes out of my, okay, whatever. <laughs> Us, it's like, yo, two minutes, I have to do this, bro. Like, I don't have fucking time to sit yeah. here and listen to your record mm-hmm. that I don't even care about. You know yeah. what I mean? So I, I know an artist who moved from Jersey to Austin, Texas and blew up in Austin. Like, he's he's on the Austin Texas blogs. He's on right now. Yeah, and he's on the Austin blogs and they're like saying, top artist of uh, 2020, look out mm-hmm. for, right? And he's this r&b rock singer right but it just goes to show like this kid was making music over here mm-hmm. and going nowhere yeah you know what i'm saying it. he moves out of state and it's like yo within like three or four years he blew mm-hmm. up it just That's shows crazy. you that like elsewhere there's more access and people are willing like mm-hmm. jersey and new york in particular are very mean places and it's really hard to come out of here and as an artist if you're really if you really feel your music like that mm-hmm. it's just like Back in the day, like artists, not not artists, uh, actors would pick up all their shit and drive to LA and live like couch surf. Yeah. Like, yeah. how much do you love this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how hard are you willing to go for it? Because if you stay in Jersey where you know you're not getting supported, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be 10 times harder and you don't move anywhere else that's like a mecca for this shit, mm-hmm. then it's like you don't care that much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't give that much of a fuck to make it because if you, like, if, if everything was betting on this, you'd get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I had a job offer in Hackettstown, which is a, a fucking wasteland. It's like there's nothing over there, right? Mm-hmm. And I took it because it was going to pay me more. I moved to this fucking country-ass place with like fucking farmland everywhere because I wanted money. I didn't sit here and go, yo, I can't find a fucking job, bro. I graduated in music. I can't get mm-hmm. a job with anything. I saw an opportunity and I went there. Some artists have an opportunity in LA and they don't go there. Some artists would benefit from going to Miami. Mm-hmm. They don't go there. Mm-hmm. They stay in Jersey and talk about how no one supports them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? If, if shit's not working in one place, go to another place. Right. I feel like that, that's something. And you have responsibility, but you got to figure that out. You know what I mean? Like that's, that goes to show how much you want it. You could figure out where in North America uh, subject skate would, would benefit the most. Where's mm-hmm. there the most skate parks? Where are the most skaters at? And you could station yourself in that place. True. But unless you're willing to do that, then you can't act like everything I'm doing is the hardest I, I could work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's something that's difficult to conceptualize. It's like, how hard am I actually going? Promoting online is not, that's not going super hard. Yeah. Going super hard is like, yo, this kid fucking believed in himself so much, he moved to LA. He doesn't even have a job. Mm-hmm. He just <laughs> went out there. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know how he's going to eat. That's facts. But he went out there to be a rapper. That's hard, bro. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When, when artists do shit like that, I'm like, damn, like that shit's fucking tough. You know? No resources. What do you feel like is the next step for you as a musician? How do you build on on what you have so far? Just keep building. Like, I just like. I feel like beat wise. Like, you got to yeah. expand the sound. Like, expand not, the sound. No, actually, like, it's not even. Nece- for me, it's not necessarily like expanding my. Well, definitely, like, yeah, expand like how I sound. Ex- keep experimenting. But, like, it's more so it's, like I want to narrow down what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe like some tracks that I've been making when mm-hmm. I started making music. Like, maybe those just not the ways like to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I want to. It helped me like just narrow down like how I want to keep making music and like keep moving on. So, like, now it's just like yes i'm gonna keep building but it's like i want to keep doing better like them just do better than the day before like when i was uh 
younger, I, I put together this album and I recorded 30 songs for it, right? And I had people come through my crib and like listen to all 30 and then pick mm-hmm. like the best 15. And I remember this one kid who's like, he's boys with Action Bronson. He has like a fucking uh, clothing brand. Mm-hmm. He's like in the know of things. You know what okay. I mean? He shot one of Wretch's videos. He's in the know of things. Okay. He picks nine songs. I was mad offended. Out of 30, he picks nine. Like I told him pick 15. He's like, yo, honestly, d- these nine are the only ones that I thought. I thought at the time, like, what a fucking piece of shit. Because mm-hmm. all he had to do was pick the shit. Yeah. He was honest, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was That's a real good. dude. I, I should have been around more people like that. Because other people picked fucking, yo, I got 20 records. Like fucking, yeah. yo, you should put all 20. Nah, like pick the fucking best records mm-hmm. that would benefit the most. Because, yo, you know what I wound up doing years later? I went back to that album and I fucking stripped it down. I removed some of the records that were really? ass and I just left the fucking good ones. I don't know how many it's at. It might be at nine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think uh, what you're talking about, about kind of like consolidating and figuring out where you're best at and, and making more like that, you'll start to see the numbers. Like exactly. what, what tracks of yours have the most plays and do they sound similar? Is there a similar vibe to them? If there is, that's the music you belong to, to be yeah. making. You're right. If that's, the, if that's the, the shit that plays the most, like, yo, if you go on my Spotify, the songs that play the most are like my boom bap records. Yeah. So over time, mm-hmm. I stopped making as much like trap shit and I stopped making as much like modern shit. Because I'm like, yo, people, even if I put it out, people don't play mm-hmm. it. They like the fucking boom bap records. Yeah. They like the sample based shit. So it's like, why not make that music that mm-hmm. people are enjoying? That's like selfish as an artist. It's yeah, like, it makes sense. It's like, I don't care to put out stuff for you. I care to put it out for myself. There's a happy medium there. Yeah. You can yeah. put it out for yourself, but like you still... Like you want to entertain people. Right. Like you you're wanna, an artist. You're you an entertainer. You want to be an artist. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's cool. Like if you're passionate about the music you're dropping, like which I am, like I'm I'm, I'm happy with what I'm dropping. Like it's like it's music that I liked like and had fun making. But like at the end of the day, like you have to remember, like you're not just doing it to like just have a portfolio. Like you yeah, want to entertain people. people. To right. You want people to like hop on the wave. Like you want people to fuck with it. You want people like using your lyrics. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's where analytics come in. That's where the exactly. stats come mm-hmm. in. It's like you start to see where people sit, and that's what I'm what I'm talking about. Is like when you notice that everyone's liking a, a particular sound from you, mm-hmm. make more of that sound. Yeah, that's gonna benefit you because those people are gonna build on that. They're gonna say, "Yo, this kid knows what people like, and he keeps on fucking putting it out." Yeah, exactly. They're not gonna say, "Yo, this kid just does whatever the fuck he feels." Exactly. And like, there's there's when there's you have something that beautiful platform, to that too. When you though. have that platform, when you do blow up, like, yeah, you can you can experience. Right. Like, you could do something different, like, because people are gonna listen to it still. Like, right. You're gonna Full have that- circle to the XXX Tentacion thing that, yeah. that I'm saying. Like, like once you're blown up, once you're big, make whatever you feel. It might not benefit you. Mm. <clears throat> Chance the rapper fucking makes whatever he feels now and it sounds horrible people gravitate to it though yeah. you know what i mean like because he's already there <clears throat> yeah but i think that also goes to show like maybe he doesn't love what he was making that people loved exactly and it's it's a sad like truth True. yeah yeah it's and it happens truth. as an artist same with like kid cuddy like people say his best music was when he was on drugs mm-hmm. like that's not something you should be like, right. same with mac miller like you the know, weekend people, like, Exactly, like yeah. his best music was when he's off drugs. Yo, I love when go, you're fucking depressed, yeah, bro. It's take like, more drugs. Yeah, like, <laughs> that again. Like, yeah, let me be it's, depressed. Yeah, it's it's like a sad truth, but like you know, like I'm definitely like not like I'm not like a bad guy for it, but like I definitely admit that I like some people's older music and stuff. But it's like not because of where they were at. It's just because like that's the stuff that connected to me. Well, also, like I can relate to Jay Z struggling on Reasonable Doubt. I can't relate to Jay-Z, the billionaire. 
Yeah. You can't. Exactly. So how am I going to listen to that and feel it more? Mm-hmm. Exactly. This kid was 27 years old. I'm fucking 27 when he made Reasonable Doubt, 26, 27. Mm-hmm. And he was struggling. He was hustling. He was struggling. So it's like what he's saying on that album is and, completely attached to me. Yeah, it's and, real. Exa- and that's a, like, that's like, like we were talking about Travis Scott earlier. Like right. His old shit, like he had like that edgy vibe. He wasn't always talking about like the jewels and stuff like that. He wasn't just like, he had like his vi- a vibe. Like he wanted right. to rage. He wanted to like have that rodeo, like all that. Like he set like a persona to himself. Like, and it, it was something very tangible for people. Struggling makes shit a lot better. Yeah. Like, yeah. uh, there's a book by, um, Damon John, the founder of FUBU. Uh, that's crazy love FUBU and uh, what's it called they love it's me called too. Power of Broke right <laughs> the, this book is called Power of Broke and uh, every he person some... that he interviews on there like he interviewed the guy from Under Armour right is that his only book he made uh, he probably made more but that okay. that book in, in particular mm-hmm. was like really fucking good and and uh, he talks to the guy from Under Armour and the guy from Under Armour had like maxed out credit cards had like his last fucking dollars to his name when like the first big thing came from mm-hmm. from under armor same with the guy from gatorade like these these huge really? corporations that are worth billions of dollars like mm. these dudes were fucking broke and yeah. struggling you know what i mean and they put their all into the shit mm. they said yo what's the worst that could fucking happen irs is gonna come for me i'm gonna be <laughs> broke i might go to jail but fuck it yo i believe yeah, in right? this shit you know what i mean and like i'm not saying it's a smart thing to do mm-hmm. but like discomfort makes you like when you're trapped in a corner you're a beast you're gonna yeah. try to get out you know what i mean when you're comfortable you don't work as hard yeah Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like you have to almost be trapped in a corner. Can't I started this studio because, yo, know, the job that I went out to Hackestown, mm-hmm. that shit folded. Really? And I said to myself, I'm sitting in my apartment. I can't afford this shit without the job. Mm-hmm. I said, what the fuck am I going to do next? And my other homie that worked with me, he's like, oh, I'm going to go get another job. I said, I'm going to start a studio. Yeah. Like, exactly. are you fucking crazy? No. Not yeah, not I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I'm fucking like, insane, yeah. bro. I'm gonna, but I'm going to do what I like. But you know what I mean? And it works. But yeah. you believed in it. Like, because exactly. and you enjoyed your process and so. the mm. effort you put in when when it's your organic. back's against the wall is like you it's can't a another thing that happens with people is they'll have a kid and they start to recognize everything flips yo yeah. I need to fucking do this cause like this Literally. child needs to eat food mm-hmm. man like I can't yeah. be a fucking bum anymore yeah exactly you know what I mean some people go the opposite way but like let's not let's yeah. not harp on those no, people exactly. facts, when, I, and like, when, when I got arrested and shit <laughs> like that like someone. I had three jobs bro like, I was I was literally like working every single day from Monday to Sunday like I was working whether it was like morning night maybe a double shift some days like I was working like and like that was the most uncomfortable position I was ever in like I hated like every single day like but like you know, like, you had to, like, break out. You had to become that beast, like, to yeah. just, like... And, like, and now, like, you know, it's crazy with, like, all the COVID-19 stuff happening and shit now. But, like, you know, like, I'm happy. Like, I'm... You know, things are peaceful. Like, yeah. things are good. Like, mm-hmm. so... Well, as, as I, an and artist... I worked hard and I broke myself out of, like, that uncomfortability. And now I'm trying to, like, keep breaking myself right. out. Right. And as an yeah, artist, I think COVID didn't hit us as hard because it's, like, we're loners. Yeah, yeah exactly. literally, like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I like going to a studio by myself and like, working on music. Like, anyway, so. Fuck, yeah, yeah. Like, social distancing. Yeah. I don't see people. And I've never seen people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't go out to clubs. I got, like, just, like, a group of people. That we packed like, this coming in the mail. Right, gotta be right. home. But you, you don't, it doesn't hit you as hard as, like, someone who, like, their hobby is to go to clubs every oh, weekend. Oh, yeah. It's bar yeah. Every week. yeah, they're taking it hard. Yeah, like, as an artist. Posting just, all their memories. Right, right, right. I hate that. Like, you should be kid. happy, like, you're not becoming an alcoholic this right now. Right, right. right. I hate you, you, Like, I feel like if you had this these last month, like, yo, college is really where it makes it and breaks it. You could really, like, take, like, look at some people in college and be like, yeah, you're going to grow up and be an alcoholic. Like, like it's going to happen to you. 
it's going to happen to you. Probably. Uh, it also hits you. It hits everyone at a different time. I remember I had a conversation with this 45 year old when I worked at guitar center and, um, I was like, at the time, bro, I was drinking every fucking day, every single day. And I would, I would work late shifts. So I was like, I would drink, sleep all day and then fucking work the night. Mm. Right. And I remember saying to him like, yo, I don't know. Cause he didn't drink. I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever get to a point where I just don't want to drink anymore. And he was like, it hits you. He's like, trust me, it'll hit you. I got a DUI. And after that, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? And it, bro, it just, it opened my eyes to life. I'm like, I'm just like, yo, you're, you're wasting mad money, time, effort. Like you want to be a musician. You want to be a, a engineer. You want to open a studio. You want to open a record label, mm -hmm. but you're, but you're going holes. out every fucking weekend yeah. and drinking. And then you're, you're feeling like shit for a week afterward because you drink so much that yeah. like your body is being poisoned. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think that some people get out of that phase where you thought like, oh, they're going to be an alcoholic. And then they show you like, nah, man, like it was a phase and I'm, I'm through mm -hmm. with it. And oh, that's no, true. Like, I feel you know, that. Being, I feel a, that. being an alcoholic doesn't necessarily mean like you have to be somebody like down deep. But, like, but being an alcoholic is the act of like just having oh, yeah, drinking every day. Yeah, for yeah, sure. So like, like being an alcoholic doesn't mean you're never going to break out of it. Right. Like, so like, yeah, like I'm saying, yeah, this person is definitely going to be an alcoholic, but you don't know when they're going to break out of it. Yeah. Like, Some people mature when they're like it, 35, which is like embarrassing, but it happens. Like, yeah, I had it to, happens. You know? like I had to go to like a rehab program, like some bullshit for like a little bit, like because like, like weed and shit and like, fuck the bro, feds. the people you see, yeah, fuck the feds. <laughs> you see the people in there, like, like, yeah, it's like it's, it's like, not there's you. Some, there's some grown people, like yeah. some like I think I like I was I'm 21. I think like a lot of the people in there had like 30 to 40 years on me, like, yeah. especially like the DWI oh, like, classes. Oh, yeah. like, oh, bro, I went. Listen to this. I, I go to my DWI class, and uh, the first you have to take three three days in a row of these classes. Right, wow. I think it's four hour classes. 12. I do. Yeah, I had one. I had no. I had two days. Right, two days. Two days okay, for I had to do twelve hours. Yeah, I had to do three four hour classes not two six hours so all right so Damn. the first day i'm there and this this like old I, I had my car back and no one else at the place had their car back mm -hmm. right like i already did my time mm -hmm. and the class was scheduled after right so this like older lady was like she's like hey uh i live in hackestown too can you like drive me tomorrow and i'm like the fuck do i look like saying no to this <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like i'm like you just gonna look like a dickhead if you say yeah, no so i was word. like yeah i got you so then the next day she tells me where she lives now they're very strict. If you don't make it on time, you don't get oh, into the class. They just yeah. will tell you, like, go home. Like, you have to reschedule yeah. and fucking do this Trust again. Me, yep. Right? Can't do that. So I go to this girl's house, and there's probably 15 minutes to the class. The place is, like, 10 minutes away. I go to this girl's house, and she's not outside. I don't have her number. I don't have anything. But I went wow. to the address, and I'm sitting there for, like, five minutes. Still not coming out. I'm beeping the horn. I dipped. I dipped. I go to the class. She walks in like 30 minutes late, right? And she's like, that fucking guy right there fucking screaming and shit. And my thing was like, here I am. I was, I think, 23. I'm like, I'm 23 and I'm more mature than this fucking old 50-year-old yeah. lady yeah. who's getting DUIs at 50. I'm happy that I'm getting this shit out of my system. I'm yeah, a kid. For real. Yeah. There's people that never get this shit out yeah. of their system. And yeah, that's when you you start to open your eyes. When you see so, drug addicts that are like 60 and you're like, fam, like you had all your wild. life to get yeah. it together and you didn't. It starts to make you feel good. Like, okay, I, I fucked up, but yeah. I'm 23 years old mm -hmm. yeah. and I learned from it. You know what you I mean? so much time. Like, I got better. You, you can go back to smoking weed because weed's going to be legal in no time. Yeah. Right? And it's not something like detrimental to your health. You're not yeah. going to fucking die. Yeah. But now if you start to do stupid shit, if you start to become the plug. Yeah. 
It's, it's just, like you didn't learn from anything you went through. Yeah, You're going to yeah. go through it again yeah. and again and again. And get worse right every yeah. time. At, at some point, you have to fucking wake up and be like, yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, like doing something A lot wrong. of people don't have that that wake up moment. Same with artists, bro. Like you're doing the same sometimes, thing over and over and failing. You, oh, you need that wake up call. Like, anything could be a drug. Sometimes getting money is like a drug to For that, sure. like like trapping and then doing all For that. For sure, thing. bro. And I understand it, but like, it's the same concept as the artist making it really quick and falling off really quick. The the quicker that money comes, the quick, the quicker it falls off. You make, you make that quick money and you feel like, you you feel like, yo, it's everything. You spend it faster. You learn no responsibility. You're starting to do dumb shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and at the end of the day, I think that when you have that awakening, that like eye opening moment, and some people get it through psychedelics. Yeah. Some people just get it in general. They wake up one day and say, yo, I'm fucking up too much. I need to Mm -hmm. figure this out. You know, and some people don't get it. But when when you wake up like that, I think your artistry starts to take off because you're like you start to figure out yourself. You start to like really like internalize everything. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? What are you doing? You know, and I think you benefit from it. Um, let's let's drift a little bit into a uh, subject and let's kind of talk about how you started the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you from? How can people access this? So uh well, Let's, let's start with where you started. Well, subject really started. It was like, at, well, I had a little following in uh, in Brooklyn. Went to the skate parks. A lot of kids knew my face, and they just hated school. They hated school, hated school. But they was putting all their time into skateboarding, learning how to ollie, kickflip. And I'm like, like, why can't you do the same thing with school? Whole process. And it's just like, the kids love skateboarding, love skateboarding. But when it comes down to school, they just hate it. So it was like, Let's, let's combine it. Like, let's, you want to learn how to ollie? Learn how to figure out this math problem. Figure out how to spell this word. Like, it's, it's easy, but at the same time, it's, it's difficult. Because mm-hmm. some kids don't want to learn. But when they go outside, first thing they want to do is skateboard with their friends. Want to learn this, want to learn that. But at the end of the day, they got, just got to make things connect. So at <clears throat> at subject, you're mm-hmm. you're trying to combine, like, learning with... Yeah, like, just... That's really fucking That's why, like, yeah, the word subject really is just, like... And it's you got the notepad. Yeah, like, like it's it's cool shit. design, yeah, and the parents fine. really like it too. Um, we was at a skate park in, in Brooklyn, and the dad had like a little his son on a scooter, and he was asking like, "What was I doing?" And I explained it to him, and he told me uh, his best friend sold uh, a shoelace company for three million dollars, a shoelace company, and I was like, "Wow, that's wow. crazy!" Like a shoelace company, so like it kind of inspired me to just to keep going, like mm-hmm. just, just hand out like. And I wasn't even charging the kids either. Like, I could be out here charging the kids 15, 20 bucks. But I made, like, 50 shirts, and I was just handing them out. Land land a trick, and, and I'll give you a free shirt. Or you want a shirt, do this trick, and land it, and I'll give you a free shirt. And even if they didn't land it, like, I made sure they, they tried their best. And right. I still uh, rewarded them. That's honorable. Yeah. It's, and it's also really fucking smart. Yeah. Well, people don't... Bro, as much as you want people to fucking buy your clothing, or as much as you want people to buy your music, like samples are a thing for a reason mm-hmm. like people the the benefit comes the benefit doesn't come from the sale of a, a shirt right it doesn't come from a person at home sitting there buying your shirt it comes from them wearing it yeah clothing is a, a billboard mm-hmm. right so it's like every person that wears your shirt around now people have access to like what the fuck is subject yeah right so giving away a free shirt especially in the inception of your brand like mm-hmm. the opening uh, yeah. intro to it for some people it's huge mm-hmm. it's like you're giving these shirts away but like yeah, now these people like are walking card. billboards yeah. for, for your brand you know what i mean yeah. and they're gonna wear it to the skate park mm-hmm. you could even say to them yo i'll give you this shirt but you got to make sure to wear it to the skate park every time trust me i'll do that and they tag right. me too that's why i print out all the pictures just to document that and like, that's fucking smart that's smart business mm-hmm. you know what i mean smart business is giving people shit but like 
asking for something in return. Yeah. Yo, you can't pay me, mm-hmm. right? But, but mm-hmm. take a picture of you holding, right. holding the skateboard That's all you need to up. do. That's yep. all you need to do. And, and there's a big benefit to that. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, how do you uh, <laughs> expand on subject and how do you expand on like the learning aspect of it? It's, it's more like just getting involved in like, Making a and, difference. Yeah, and outside, like, making sure the kids, like, it's not just me giving them t-shirts, it's more, like, helmets, pads, making sure, like, they're equipped. Because some skate parks, they don't care. They're just letting kids on the skate park in and out. They're not right. worried about helmets, safety. So they it's don't more maintain like, it. Yeah, so it's more, like, keeping it consistent. So we know the kids won't get hurt, but it's more, like, we're guaranteed they won't get hurt. And it's, it's more like a kind of like being in their shoes perspective. Like I, I was a kid, I wanted to skate. I would love to somebody to to teach me or like show me the way to, I guess, run a business or like want to progress as a person or like as a hobby, I guess. Kids so, are literally like the best receptors. Yeah, like, sure. Like everything, like when, you you expose them to something, like you could really like, they'll learn like and grow like mm-hmm. that. Like Yeah, some people. I mean, you, you have your uh, rebellious people who like they yeah. don't take any fucking... Yeah. And you could try to help True. them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my, my idea going into starting the record label was that it was like, no one ever helped me in music. Mm-hmm. No one ever, like, there was no OG. Yeah. I learned, I learned music my, myself. Mm-hmm. I fucking worked my ass off myself. I made everything happen for myself. No one helped me. But a, a true asshole would not turn that around and give back to people. Cause it's like, yeah. I know how difficult this shit is, but now I'm going to help you mm-hmm. get to where exactly. we're at. Right. And you start to see like, People go through a phase where it's like, I want to do this on my own. Some mm-hmm. of those people that that fuck with subject, because you're handing them them shit, they might turn around and say, I want to start my own brand. He could do it. Exactly. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you don't have to knock down my brand in order to yeah, start your own. Your own You'll brand. run into mm-hmm. shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have 100%. artists that I've worked with in the past where mm-hmm. it's like, I could do it without you. Mm-hmm. No one asked you to do it yeah. without me. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that big of a deal. It's mm-hmm. not that deep. You know what I mean? Like, no. you don't have to do it without me or yeah. with me. It's it, You're yourself. Yeah. You know? Uh what what are you selling right now from subject that people can uh, purchase oh grip tapes custom grip tapes uh custom decks we got um some custom wheels in the mail we ordered a set of wheels um we got hats t-shirts um bandanas towels water bottles um knee pads this list literally goes on do you drop ship well Say drop like drop ship means you can you can essentially send stuff to warehouses like mm-hmm. Amazon has a drop ship service right mm-hmm. where you ever notice like if you order something on Amazon it might get to you in like a day you're like how the fuck did that happen okay all right so what people do is they take their brand mm-hmm. they send it to Amazon Amazon disperses it between their warehouses so say you send in twenty shirts they might send okay. five to fucking North Carolina okay five to Jersey mm-hmm. five to Florida so now when someone orders it it comes quicker. Oh, okay. You should look into dropshipping. Because there's, there's other, yeah, there's other uh, companies that are just dropshipping companies, mm-hmm. and what they do is they just store your shit for you, and when per, uh, a person purchases it, mm-hmm. they send it really fast to them. You know, look into that for sure. Yeah, dropshipping's so, huge, mm-hmm. especially nowadays. COVID's gonna fuck shit up. Yeah, I mean, any business right mm-hmm. now is is feeling it. You know, that's why like most of our most of our skaters are in Brooklyn, so like I can easily like drop off like a deck to them, drop off a t shirt, some stickers. Anything to keep them motivated to keep going, keep them just riding for the team. Have you um, given any thought to maybe uh, consignment as far as, are, are there skate shops in Brooklyn that you can go to? There's a couple of them. It was funny. We was talking about it. Um, there was a like a pop-up shop that closed. I guess they weren't doing good, but it was in like the great, like perfect location 
from the skate park. It was a subway right next to it. But I don't think it was a lot of traffic going through it. Like, I don't think it was a lot of people going going that direction. So Because skating maybe that's is why. a rebellious thing, man. Yeah. It's like, it's like, how are you supposed to do this thing that's not legal in most places? Like, you're not yeah. supposed to just be skating yeah, on, on mm. fucking steps and yeah, shit like that, right? True. So it's like, in order to do, it's like graffiti. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a graffiti store, it's probably not going to do well. Because yeah. in order for people to do this, like, mm. they have to be discreet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Skating is another thing where it's like, it has to kind of be discreet. Because mm. most people aren't going to a park. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're going to a park, but mm. it's not a skate park. You know what that's I mean? True. Like, they're trying to fucking grind on benches and mm. shit. And it's not, it's not necessarily a legal thing. Mm. So... Uh, I think that that's where you run into more of an issue, but where you'd benefit from that is being online. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter as much. Like mm. you don't, you don't like to, it's like a sex shop kind of, right? You might want stuff from the sex shop, mm. but you know, walking into that sex shop makes you look like a nympho. Yeah. <laughs> so, so a lot of people refrain from the sex shop, even mm. if they'll benefit from some of the stuff yeah. in the sex shop, mm-hmm. they want stuff from there, but they'd rather go on Amazon. Yeah. You know what I mean? But There's a chick really that's trying to buy a vibrator and she, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to walk into the fucking sex yeah. shop for it, but she'll order it on Amazon and they'll send it Easy. in discreet packaging, mm-hmm. you know? So online, I feel like is the, that probably why the, um, the place in Brooklyn closed mm-hmm. down. Cause it's like, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like now everything's online mm-hmm. and I don't have to look like an asshole yeah. walking out with my stuff, you know? Sure. Um, but I know I know. Um, his name is James. He has two uh two skate shops in a Roselle. Excuse me. And he opened up a second skate shop, and mm-hmm. it's doing pretty good. Like brands like ambassador him, so the brands send send him like their decks, their grip tape, and he sells them at his skate shop. And why don't you do that? That's what. That's exactly to. what I yeah. was asking. Mm-hmm. Because you know, the thing is, inventory is king. Yeah, always for business, right? And and my thing is like. As a business owner, you mm-hmm. don't care what uh, the brand is necessarily. Yeah. If it's dope, you'll mm-hmm. sell it, right? And you always need inventory. I don't want to yeah. pay this amount to this person when I could pay this amount to this person and get cooler shirts. Yeah. So you you might benefit from going to these skate shops. And what you should do is take time out of like a weekend, mm-hmm. like per week, and drive around to all the skate shops and say, look, I have these decks. I have these shirts. You definitely do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like... I have a homie who who makes uh, beats, but like they're cinematic. It's not it's mm-hmm. not for hip hop, and he's okay. constantly shopping this shit to hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. But I told him like you, you believe like you belong in scoring, mm-hmm. you belong in film, you don't belong in in hip hop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. You're just a fucking a film scorer. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're not a producer. And <laughs> I told him like you should go to every school, and you should like every school that has a, a film program mm-hmm. you should go to them and see if anyone needs scoring for their films New York everyone's film constantly working example. on a fucking film at, mm-hmm. at a film school yeah who they all need music not everyone wants to put a drake fucking beat in the yeah, background literally. you know what i mean so go to these places i think that as as a brand you have to like with a studio it's weird because it's like where do i go mm-hmm. i can't go to another studio and try to rip their clients yeah you know so you gotta either go to like rap shows or go here mm-hmm. or go there so you live online but like with a skate there's not a lot of skate uh stores yeah, there's it's only Zoomies, Tillys, like they're only like they're only mainstream, right? Like, and those are the chains. mainstream ones. Yeah, so, mainstream. so as far as like the small underground skate shops, yeah, there's probably a very small like, limited amount. Yeah. So you can go to them and you mm-hmm. can actually have a uh, one-on-one conversation with mm-hmm. the owner. These people are people; they're yeah. just like us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When 100%. you treat them like they're higher than you, that's when it starts to yeah, like get weird. Yeah, but like if you walk in there and you talk to them like, like, like that's your homie. Yeah, like because they're in issues. You can be professional, mm-hmm. but still, like, recognize this yeah. is a fucking person. They need inventory just like mm-hmm. they, like I need them to yeah. sell, sell my shit. So you go in there and you just tell them, like, yo, look, these are my decks. I'd love it if you can, you can literally have one. Yeah. Just 
post, mm-hmm. post it up or if you need more made just let me know and i'll fucking sit there yeah those those garage brands where you're like sitting in your garage fucking making shit mm-hmm. and you're like saturday from 8 a.m in the morning till 10 p.m at night you were just fucking making deck after deck yeah. after deck that shit is hard when yeah. when you when you actually blow up mm-hmm. to know that you came from there you ever seen the picture of amazon when jeff bezos first started garage, it? right yeah, yeah. and it's like that. this fucking shitty shitty little corner and he has like a fucking yeah like spray yeah, paint yeah, yeah, yeah. sign that says amazon.com like that's crazy those are admirable experiences mm-hmm. you know so you should really ba- like you should really hit up all these different places and yeah. try to get your shit in stores each one that you go to is mm. another that's a like that could be the one yeah yeah you know you should definitely do that um as of right now uh what's the website how can people spell it uh subject s-u-b-j-e-c-t.com or dot shop well the site's getting updated every day because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's a it's a long process with the with the site you can't necessarily buy the product online but you can you can email us and we can just either drop it off or we do ship it make that you need to make that. A yeah. Thing. Like you need to, that needs to be all your effort yeah. is making them able to buy 100%. it because people aren't going to buy something that they don't yeah. know how to buy. 100%. It's already in the process, but right. emails, agents get involved. This, uh, uh, copyrights get involved. This, it's a whole process, but it's definitely getting done though. 100%. Awesome. And, uh, do you, do you have, uh, uh, Instagram yep. uh, for it? Okay. Same thing. Subject skateshop.com. Cool. Uh, rec, where can they find you? Uh, at rec w r e k underscore s f e, and that's on Twitter too. Instagram and Twitter. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. What's what's the new album called? Boy Wonder. Yes, and sir. You can also stream my latest single, Bad Habits, <laughs> also done by uh, Diggy Metro. Yes, Shout sir. Mellow Wave Records. Uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. Yes, sir. I thank you, Diggy. This was a really fucking good talk. Yeah, no, honestly, thank you for having me. Appreciate really it a lot. We'll do this again in the Close future too. Hell in here. Really appreciate it. All right, guys. Peace out, guys. Yes, sir. Peace out.